Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey Lions fans, Michael Gray here once again for the Detroit Lions podcast. And the times, they are a-changing. Sorry for the hacky classic rock reference, but... It's absolutely true. I want to talk about the changing dynamic between the team and the media, a detection of some attitude, surprises from the comments section, the latest addition to the enemies list, and more. Let's get after it. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Before I get started, make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, and share everything you find far and wide. That's how we get to do what we do. It's all free content, but it helps us stay in business. And uh, so we'd appreciate it. Read all the comments, every single one of them, even the mean ones. So uh, make sure you become a part of that and help us as we get ever closer to real, live, actual NFL football. And with that comes a relationship between the players and the media. Now, I hearken back to when I was wet behind the years in my very first training camp, and the late, great Tom Kowalski took me aside and taught me, among other things, that while the players and the coaches will tell you at length about how they don't read your articles and they don't hear what you say on the radio and they don't watch television, that they read everything, They hear everything, and that if you say anything about them or offer up any critiques, they will know exactly what you said and exactly who you are. Those were words that I took with me. They have proven true time and time again. And the league has finally come around. The players have finally come around. The coaches have finally come around to acknowledge this reality, which I think is nothing but a good thing. More transparency, more truth is always good. You've heard it from Jared Goff. Last year, going back to sarcastically snarking at the media when he was asked about some deep passes that were finally connecting with guys like DJ Chark, he said, well, that's not possible because we don't throw the deep ball with a wink-wink towards all of the articles on the long passing game at the time. Now, while some criticisms were fair, it's worth noting that he's acknowledging the fact that he read those critiques. Dan Campbell started the year talking about the hype train and the fact that It can only bite you in the ass if you get too far down that road and start thinking about all of the people with all of the expectations and lose track of the work that needs to get done. He went so far as to tell the media that he didn't want to acknowledge which specific article was the most troubling to him because he knew it would only fuel the cycle. He knows what you're saying. He's acknowledging that he knows what you're saying and the Lions players and coaches have headed down that path. It's a relatively new thing. It was only a few short years ago, players and coaches loved to stand at the podium and with their noses in the air tell you, well, I didn't read what you wrote. I don't hear what you say. We don't listen to any outside voices. Yes, they do. It's only human. And with the advent of social media and the spread of all the various digital platforms, it's unavoidable. It's spoilers in a Marvel movie. You can't get away from it. And the Lions are starting to work in that direction. 
I always thought that was smart. I really did. I think there's an education piece that's missing when players and coaches don't acknowledge their critics. And I think there's a chance to shut some of the dumb stuff down. And there are dumb dumbs aplenty. And if coaches and players do what the Lions are doing, they can address the falsehoods right up front, cut off some of the dumber narratives before they hit print, before they end up in the headlines, before Dov, whatever his name is, is aggregating them and then exploiting them even further to drive clicks. They can get in front of all of that and they can do it themselves in the first person. Which brings me to, do I detect some attitude? I think I do. And uh, this might be really, really good news. Aaron Glenn this week, when talking to the media, took the time to straight up tell people what to avoid writing in terms of players getting time with the ones. Training camp articles are tough, and I don't fault media members who spend long hours on sidelines sweating through cheap cargo shorts and polo shirts trying to come up with things to write about football practice day after day after day for weeks on end. When you get a player X had a good day today, player Y did not do very well today. I understand why they have to do that. It just doesn't make it meaningful. And when the season starts, it becomes really, really unimportant. There are some trend lines you can watch for if you're a journalist. There are some things you could concern yourself with as a fan. But for the most part, the day-to-day ins and outs of practice, it's just that. It's practice. And they're experimenting. And Aaron Glenn was smart to point that out with regards who's playing with the ones and the fact that he's a Bill Parcells disciple and that he's going to try all kinds of things. You push some guys off the dock to see if they can swim. You put them in the deep end and see what happens. And he was very, very direct and none too shy about telling guys, don't write about who's running with the ones. That's a you thing. That's not an us thing. That's not why we're doing it. And I may be reading the tea leaves just a little bit, but there was some attitude coming off from that. Now, with regards, CJ, don't call him Chauncey Gardner Johnson. There's no reading between the tea leaves. He came out with both barrels blazing this week with the media. Flat out shutting guys down and going to the next question model when asked about the time that he missed. Trying to inform people that he didn't miss any time. That he was always there. That he was there for his teammates. That he was going through and doing everything mentally that he could do while he missed a couple of days of physical action with an injury. Repeatedly shutting down reporters who were trying to get the soundbite they needed to write the article that they wanted to write. Chauncey Gardner got, see, now I did it. CJ Gardner Johnson. Don't tell him I called him Chauncey. He hates that. CJ Gardner Johnson doesn't want any part of it. And if the Lions are going to develop a real attitude, not one of tryhards and blue collar and all of the other grit related analogies that we've heard to this point, if they're really going to get in there and establish an attitude that makes them tough to be around, Gardner Johnson's going to lead that charge. He's not going to be shy about it, and he doesn't care how you feel. Yet another piece of evidence that the times are changing for your Detroit Lions. Praise from the fans for Sheila Hamm. And I found it in the comments section of my last video for the Detroit Lions podcast. And then you heard it again on the sideline when she was cheered in what was easily the fanciest golf cart 
any of us have ever seen. This is not something I could have predicted if you'd have given me 10 lifetimes. I don't know how old you have to be to remember William Clay Ford and to remember the handoff to Martha and all of the hullabaloo around Bill Ford Jr. and whether or not he would take the reins. But the notion that Lions fans could make friends with a member of the Ford family as a genuine quality owner is not something I would have foreseen. Would not have taken that on my bingo card. I wouldn't have picked it. But here we are. It's happening. It was, again, in the comment section. It was in the fan base at training camp as people are cheering her presence. And it's validated by results. It's validated by structure. It's validated by all of the things she's done building the management team and the coaching staff around this Detroit Lions squad. It's also in the fact that she's done the one thing I didn't think any member of the Ford family would ever do, and that is staying connected. I mentioned this last week in my last video, but the fact that she's plugged into what's going on with the team is one thing. That's wonderful. You saw it in the Inside the Den draft special. She's there. She's connected. She's learning. She's completely up to speed with everything they're doing. She's also staying connected to the town and the fan base. She's got her finger on the pulse of what's going on in and around Detroit. And I think most importantly to all Lions fans, it's obvious that this matters to her, that she wants this like we want this. And that's not something I thought that I could say. It was really, really kind of cool to see that. It's been validated by her moves. You know this coaching staff that you love so much. You've seen the management team get together. Sheila Hamp has acknowledged every step of the way when she doesn't know something, and she will defer to people who can do that job, fix that problem, and answer that question. And that's the kind of owner you want. Somebody who will allocate the resources for the team to be built the right way, who trusts her management staff, and who hires well. So far, so good. And that kind of sea change is not something I would have expected. Finally, the latest addition to the, the enemy list. list. This week, we welcome in Green Bay Packers quarterback, Jordan Love. Now, this isn't so much about Jordan Love, the human being, or Jordan Love, the football player. To be honest, it doesn't have anything to do with Jordan Love. It has to do with the fact that Green Bay Packers fans are due for their long, cold winter. And yes, if you listen very closely, I'm pretty sure you can hear Jeff Risden queuing up his Cinderella album as we speak. They've got to have a run of bad luck at quarterback. Jordan Love can't be good. I was having this conversation in the Slack channel, and you can sign up for that. Go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com and uh, look up how to be a part of that. I, I just, I don't think I can, I don't think I can live in a world where the Packers go from Favre to Rodgers to anyone who's competent at quarterback. I, but sooner or later, they got to be terrible. They've had a 20-year reign of terror at the quarterback position starting in 1992 through 2022. And if Jordan Love doesn't stink, it's just not fair to the rest of the fans of the NFC North. The Packers need to have a run of bad luck. They've got to at least have a mid-quarterback at some point. They can't have another star in the making. It just... It's not right. It, it, it speaks to a, an entire universe that's out of balance. So with that said, I welcome Jordan Love to the enemies list. And 
for the sake of Lions fan sanity everywhere, I hope he has a tough season. I think we all need it. All right, that's it for me, man. Thank you for taking the time. Once again, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Please share this with all of your friends. That's how we get to do what we do. And as football season gets ever closer, we're looking forward to doing more and more of it. Till next time. See ya. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes. <laughs>